Welcome to episode 31 of the Phillies Focus Pod. After the Phillies lost game two in a heartbreaking manner in Atlanta, they return home in historic fashion with six home runs. Two of them are boy Bryce Harper. So without any further ado, let's get this show started. Everyone was asked their favorite superheroes. You said Scooby-Doo. I, I didn't realize Scooby-Doo was a superhero. Can you kind of explain his superhero lore? I mean, well, first off, he's a dog, right? And he can talk. It's fair enough. Okay. The right-hander's pitch. Swung on. Belted. Wow. Deep right field. And it's long. Gone for Harper. A second deck free run home run for Bryce Harper as he punishes that pitch from Bryce Elder. And the Phillies take the 4-1 to lead. Rick Granitz had just hung up the phone in the Braves' dugout before that pitch was thrown. Not that it would have made any difference, but they might have seen something coming. Atta boy, Bryce Harper, atta boy. Uh, what a game! Just incredible. It you know it definitely had some uh, game three of the World Series last year vibes when they hit five home runs. Um, hopefully it doesn't uh, carry over into the, the way it did last year in the World Series. Um, yeah, all that aside, just incredible. Do uh, when Harper came up in um, what was it the bottom third when it was still tied one one after Trey Turner got the uh, the inhaled infield hit that dribbled past um austin riley arcia was able to corral it so it was first and third two outs when harper came up you just kind of had this feel i imagine um a lot of you probably were with me here i just i really believed he was going to hit one in that moment that was his moment and the game was tight it was a little tense when the phillies went down one nothing in the top of the third and uh Cassiano's huge to lead off the third inning with uh, with that home run first hit of the game. Get that monkey off your back. Uh, first run of the game. Tie it 1-1. Um, but yeah, it was still really tight there. 1-1. You didn't want to get in the habit of uh, leaving the runners on base like you did in, uh, in game two down in Atlanta. So many missed opportunities. So once, uh, once Harper was able or... Uh, <clears throat> Turner was able to get get that hit, get on base, and set up that moment. It just kind of felt inevitable. Um, I really, really saw that one coming. I'm sure a lot of you did too. And boy, did he come through in emphatic fashion. Just a uh, second decker. I uh, I think it said it, it went 408 feet. That's it's hard to believe that that uh, that he didn't have more on that one because that was just a moonshot, absolute moonshot. Uh, Put him up four to one in that moment. There were definitely some uh, Reese Hoskins game three vibe vibes last year. The bat slam um, when Harper hit that one, you just kind of felt like that was the game at that moment, and and it was. Uh, that's all they would have needed. It was really big to kind of keep it going. I think Bohm hit a um, a first pitch uh, first pitch hit to left field right after the Harper home run to keep it going, and then. I believe um who would it have been I guess Bryson Stott I I they ended up getting two more that inning a big um JT Orion Muto double 
to the uh, left center field gap uh, to really kind of put a stranglehold on it in a in a fashion that they weren't able to come through in those moments in game two. And there was definitely a noticeable momentum swing due to their continuous failures to come up in those moments in that said game. So uh, Real Muto just able to come through with that big hit to feed off of the home run, put him up 6-1. to one. Brock uh, knock Bryce Elder out of the game before even finishing three innings, uh, six earned runs for him. So uh, that was just absolutely awesome. What a way to bounce back after such a such an incredibly heartbreaking and demoralizing loss uh, in Game 2, a game that was incre- incredibly winnable uh, the way we were able to get to Freed early. Uh, like I said, w- unfortunately, weren't able to pile on in spite of having many opportunities um wheeler i think uh what no hitter through six um or almost through six they yeah they had the the um he walked acuna and then gave up the first pitch hit to um alvis for the first hit and ultimately the first run unearned albeit because of turner's error um but was uh no hitter through five and two-thirds Gave up the run at the end of the six, and then um, just really hung that breaking ball that he was so sharp on all night, as he was in uh, game one of the playoffs versus Miami. Um, just kind of unfortunately hung it to Darno, was able to take advantage, smack it to left field, and then um, ultimately Jeff Hoffman wasn't able to get the job done by uh, pitching a three-two uh, slider to. Austin Riley, who hit the game winner. And yeah, that was really, really demoralizing to lose in that fashion. And then obviously Harper uh, got on base with one out, um, was able to work a walk in the top of the ninth in game two. Nick Cassianos really put a good swing on it, uh, looked for a second like he might have got a hold of it for a go ahead homer, just a couple more feet he would have. But, um, even in spite of that, it most definitely should have been a hit. I think it had an uh, expected batting average over 600 on that swing for Cassianos. Um, but, yeah, Michael Harris made the incredible play. Harper was around second, ready to score if it had dropped, which it, it should have over six out of ten times. Um, got doubled up. Got doubled up to end the game. Was a, uh, a fitting capper to uh, a game of uh, coulda, woulda, shouldas is what it really boiled down to. And then we all know Orlando Arcia, brave shortstop, um, was quoted by, I think it was Fox Sports, uh, quoted him in the Braves locker room after the game. I think it was said, uh, cackling emphatically, um, laughing uh, at Bryce Harper, saying, boy, Harper, boy," um, And I, I just loved it. I mean, I... I, or I love seeing that after the game because otherwise Atlanta did their job. They really threw a haymaker to get back in that game, win the game, and get back in the series. Uh, total shift of momentum. Um, just let let your game do the talking at that point. Let those home runs do the talking. Uh, you know, Phillies really had to hang their heads down after that game going home back to Philadelphia and have a day off to think about it. But our boy uh, Arcia, he really, really gave that ammunition um, 
that was very not wise on his end. You never want to poke the bear, especially a guy who's just murdered your uh, pitching staff um, the last two postseasons. He already had a home run against them this year, had uh, multiple home runs last year against them. Um, one of the best players there is in in the game right now. Uh, definitely top 10, arguably top 5. Um, guy on a mission to redeem uh, the World Series loss last year, as the whole team is. Um, yeah, just a very unwise move. I will take it 10 times out of 10. Um, all the motivation you can get. And then, um, yeah, Harper and Castellanos wore the... Uh, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, Colorado uh, University gear coming into the game today, which was um, an allusion to uh, Deion Sanders talking earlier this season about um, other teams keeping their names out their mouth and no need to give them any more ammunition because they take it personal. Um, So, yeah, with the T-shirts, there was an obvious uh, alluding to um, the fact that Harper, Castellanos, and the, the Phillies team took it very personally the way that the Braves were laughing, um, you know, at Harper's base running to end the game in the locker room to just tie it 1-1. I mean, y- you really don't want to do that, period, but you want to do that if you win, if that was to win the series? All right, you know, not much the Phillies can say about it. They beat them, but you tied it 1-1 going down into Philadelphia, um, just like you did last year, and you saw how that turned out. So, yeah, just just an incredibly uh, stupid thing for Arcia to say. And, um, yeah, like I said, I will take it. And it clearly, clearly motivated the Phillies uh, and Harper and and all the guys alike. I mean, oh, and not to mention, I don't know if any of y'all saw the Braves as they were leaving Atlanta getting ready to go to Philly yesterday. They rolled out the red carpet, a literal red carpet-style send-off for the uh, the best offense of all time, the best offense in Major League history, right? The best offensive season, the most home runs, the highest slugging percentage, um, the ultimate uh, what will likely be the MVP, the home run leader. Um, you name it, the Braves had it this year. Yeah, roll them out the red carpet to send them to Philly, tied 1-1. Um, I gotta imagine that that's a little bit motivation as well. Like they really think that they're hot shit. They think that they're, um, yeah, the greatest offensive team of all time. Um, there's just, I, I, I wouldn't say there's a confidence that that team carries it with it. It transcends confidence and right into cockiness and, and just outright arrogance. Um, the way they carry themselves, the way that they celebrate, um, the red carpet, laughing in the locker room. Uh, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. But it clearly transferred into the energy of today's game. And just not that the Phillies needed it. I mean, I, I got to think that they already had all the motivation they needed after the way that they um, ultimately blew that game and didn't come through um, earlier on in the game. They... They were going to have a lot to think about as it was and a lot of motivation as it was. So uh, they just gave them a little bit more. And, you know, think back to the uh, middle of the or the very heart of the pandemic, that summer of 2020 when um, was it the last dance aired on and seemed like the whole 
whole country was watching, at least every sports fan was, because we were so deprived at that time that that was, uh, that was the big entertainment back then. And, you know, it's like that. It's become a, a famous meme now. But the Jordan meme where uh, it says how, uh, and I took that personally, you know, um, just looking for even the great ones, so like Jordan saying he, he once made up a quote from a player on the other team just to fuel that motivation, that competitive nature in him um like to have something against someone else or you know said something bad about him to to just kind of fuel that drive even more um that's kind of the type of player that Bryce Harper is not Michael Jordan that's not what I'm saying but like in that upper echelon of athletes that um already are you know have all the motivation they need to to ultimately win he wants that ring so badly just to give him that little nugget, uh, just to fuel the fire. It's like he, uh, and even he said in post-game um, podium how his teammates let him know about the quote, and then they just kind of looked at him so and said, uh, so so what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do? And um, look what he did, three home runs on that, that third at-bat. He just missed one off the end of the bat to center field. You could tell he was angry. I'd, he really kind of felt like maybe he was going to go for three, but he... Um, he set the uh, NLDS all-time record for home runs uh, now at 10, standalone, which is incredible if you think about that. I mean, um, you know, he I don't feel like he was there very much in Washington in just these last uh, two seasons alone against Atlanta, the home runs he's been racking up. So, um, yeah, awesome game, Bryce Harper. Cassiano's two home runs. Uh, it was great to see him get the back going. Like I said, start that rally in the third inning. Um, let's see. Brandon Marsh had a home run. Um, who's the other one? Uh, drawing a blank on that six home run because it's two Castellanos, two Harper, one Marsh, and um, yeah, I'll come. It'll come to me in a second. But either way, postseason record six home runs in a game. Um, like I said, I, I'm always saying this, putting to- polls on Twitter, talking about this on the pod, that every time the Phillies explode um, offensively, they just come out flat the next night, and it, it really doesn't even matter who they're going against. Usually, they tend to come out flat. Um, so hopefully that is not the case tomorrow. They're, they have their hands full. Spencer Strider... Um, uh, I'll get to that in a second. I, I do want to shine some light on Aaron Nola. Made it uh, this far without talking about his performance. Um, just once again, hats off to Aaron Nola for everything that he's been able to battle through all the uh, the ups and downs of his Phillies career. The September collapses. The You're not an ace. You're not a big game pitcher. Um, kind of proved last year, I think, that he was with the uh, the regular season clincher again in Houston taking a perfect game into the six, I believe. Um, showed up huge in the clincher versus St. Louis. Um, showed up again, was really struggling uh, in August, late August through mid-September. Bounced back a little bit and then had a huge game against Pittsburgh to clinch uh, once again the Phillies' pl- uh, postseason berth. Had an incredible seven-inning showing um, with only one walk in the first-round cl- wild card series clincher against Miami. And then here he is again, not a clincher tonight, but um, really felt like after the way that they lost 
uh, in game two that this this was in must win category. You you do not feel good going down one to two against this Atlanta team with Strider and potentially Max Freed on the mound um, back to back, a double chance of closing it out. So this what this did feel like a must win. Um, backs against the wall and Nola just really set the tone in the first inning. Looked really good. I think he struck out four of the first six batters. Um, and even more so, got into a, uh, some trouble in that third inning there. Things could have, as we've seen so much uh, with Aaron Nola, particularly this year, those big innings that can derail an otherwise um, impressive start. There was kind of worries in that third inning if that was going to be the inning, got himself into a jam gave up the run, um, had more on base threatening, uh, was able to battle through it. And I think that was arguably my favorite um, my favorite part of Aaron Nola's showing tonight was the way that he was able to battle through those runners on base in that pivotal moment. And, um, and ultimately, I think he got the strikeout on Ozuna at that point, if I remember right, uh, to close out the inning. And then the rest was history, as I already went over in the bottom third there, and uh, just continued on. Um, oh, I'm still trying to think of who hit that six home run. That's bothered me. I'm sure everyone listening is, you know, screaming it right now. But um, but yeah, so just hats off to Aaron Nola. Just another incredible showing. Ended up going five and two thirds. Uh, did give up that second run in the in the um sixth inning but uh it was Matt Strom who ended up walking and giving up a base hit that uh Noah's runner ended up scoring on so two runs uh I believe he got to 10 strikeouts for Noah um just absolutely incredible a career postseason high uh he was just really on tonight versus again just such a potent Atlanta offense that uh, probably knows Aaron Nola is as much as any team in the league, really, um, with how many times he's faced them throughout the years and this season. Uh, so, yeah, just so happy to see Aaron Nola uh, succeeding in these big games. Um, you know, just really racking up the, the playoff uh, history right now as Bryce Harper and the rest of this team is. Um, so circling back to what I said they're up against tomorrow, yeah, it's not going to be easy uh, after the six-home run, ten-run game. The Braves are going to be pissed off. They got the motivation now. They, this crowd was uh, doing the tomahawk chop, um, which I, I love to see it. There's some some people on Twitter that aren't crazy about it, but I do love uh, this crowd's energy to, to swing that obnoxious uh, Braves fans, whatever it is they do down there in Truist Park, to kind of flip the tables and rub it in their faces in this moment. Absolutely love to see it. Um, however, it does, I'm sure, add some fuel to the fire in Atlanta's uh, motivation to kind of come out swinging tomorrow. Um, in addition, it wasn't crazy about this, but uh, the Phillies fans were chanting, we want Strider at the end of the game. Um, yeah, that's not <laughs> it's not exactly something that I uh, I agree with. I do not want Strider tomorrow. He, he has owned the Phillies throughout his uh his brief career so far. However, Phillies are two and zero in the playoffs against him. So um hopefully the noise, the pressure, um, you know, hopefully the Phillies can rewrite that narrative that uh they can score runs after um 
putting up uh, such huge home run and and runs uh, huge home run numbers in a game correlating to obviously a bunch of runs. Hopefully they can uh, rewrite that script of um, of not showing up the day after. I mean, you know, like I said, we know what happened in uh, Game Four of the World Series last year after they had a huge offense or a huge home run outburst in Game Three. Um, like I said, got their work cut out for them against Strider. You just kind of you hope to uh, see them get some hits early. Just get things rolling. If you even if you're not scoring, get Get that first hit early, hopefully first inning. Um, Schwarber went hitless tonight. He was one of the few Phillies that didn't. Um, oh, Trey Turner. Trey Turner hit the the other home run tonight. He hit home run number five. Um, maybe it was four and Castellanos after him. I don't remember. But, yeah, Trey Turner, big home run uh, tonight to pad the lead. Um, but, yeah, hopefully Schwarber can set the tone with a base hit. I mean, a Schwarber leadoff home run tomorrow would just absolutely send that place into a frenzy. Um, maybe like uh, we haven't even seen yet. I mean, you have the, the Hoskins home run. You have the World Series home runs. Uh, you have the Harper home run, uh, which that, I guess, would that's going to be hard to beat. Um, uh, Harper home run against the Padres last year to send them to the series. But, uh yeah, if Schwarber can lead off with a home run tomorrow, that would be absolutely incredible. Um, but if not, just yeah, just get on base, put some pressure on him early. I don't want to see um, him smooth sailing through three or four as he's still kind of getting his feet under him and getting into that that stride um, that he does. So it'd be really uh, really nice to see some action on the base pass, make him uncomfortable, let that crowd do what they do. Um, with all the, the noise and the chanting and everything. So it'd be really nice to get into his head. I mean, uh, not jumping the gun here. I don't know what to expect tomorrow. Uh, they could very well, you know, end up dropping the game and heading back to Atlanta for, for the winner take all on Saturday. But if we are able to pull it off, if we are able to beat the Braves tomorrow, send them home, move on to the NLCS, um, and you know, definitely being greedy here. But if we're if we find a way to knock Strider around, uh, like we did Game Three last year, um, it's almost makes losing Game Two in the fashion that we did all worth it. Because uh, just to knock Strider around, come back home and uh, knock the Braves out emphatically after giving them that hope, giving them those dreams. <laughs> that um, Wheeler and Hoffman served up with the, the, the hanging breaking balls. It almost makes it all worth it if we're able to uh, to come out tomorrow and and really knock Strider out early or at least put up some runs against him. Hopefully Ranger uh, can pick up where he left off in game one. Um, I don't know what the Phillies' game plan is. I don't know if he's going to have a little bit longer of a hook. Uh given the fact that it is an off day on, on Friday if they do lose. the, I don't think Thompson's going to be very bashful at all about going through his bullpen. Um, so I don't I, – I expect Ranger maybe to get an extra inning. Maybe he won't be pulled for Ozuna the second time around this game. Um, but maybe it'll be an identical script at the same time. Um so I don't know what to expect there. I was surprised to see Orion uh, Kirkering 
pitch the eighth inning. I think at the time it was still a uh, a five run lead where the, it was either seven two or eight to two at the time. Um, I wanted to see Michael Lorenzen, uh, maybe Gregory Soto, uh, get him some action, but really wanted to see Michael Lorenzen in the in at that time to preserve the bullpen for tomorrow, given the uh, the way that they pitched Game One with Suarez on the mound. Um, so yeah, Kirkering came in. I was I was a little bit head scratching for me. I I don't think that he's pitched in back to back days yet in the majors. Um, in addition, he racked up his pitch count. I believe he got to 21 or 22 pitches. Uh, pitched a really good inning, but really racked up those that pitch count that um, just, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure he's available tomorrow. I don't know if he's going to be, uh, you know, intentionally like part of the game plan at this point. Um, but you, you I, I feel like I don't feel quite as comfortable with him in a potential really big spot tomorrow um as I would if he didn't pitch tonight if he if he was fresh because like I said 22 pitches for a relief pitcher that's um that's a good amount that's a good amount so uh I was I was surprised that's I think my only complaint tonight um I think Nola should have been allowed to face um Rosario in the uh six inning to try to get that third out get through six because he uh he looked really good against um uh rosario um so i i didn't i wasn't crazy about that i understood um stram like i said it gave up a walk and a hit so it didn't work out um but not too upset about that i would have changed it but aside from that my only complaint is that um kirkering came in for the eighth inning i think uh think there's some other things that you could have done there whether it's um I don't know Christopher Sanchez Michael Lorenzen um Gregory Soto like I said but other than that we got a fresh Kimbrel fresh Alvarado fresh Soto fresh Hoffman Sir Anthony uh that's another guy I want to touch on Sir Anthony looked really good tonight he gave up uh, another hit but aside from that he looks like he's back he looks um, very similar to last year's, last October's Sir Anthony. Um, so that was really great to see. I don't think his pitch count got very high, maybe um, a little bit in the double digits, 11, 12, something in that nature. So he will be available tomorrow, I, I presume. Um, Stram, I think, will be available if needed. Uh, so you could see a very similar script to, to Game 1. Hopefully it works out. I think, uh, you know, the Phillies were fortunate to get the two runs that they did against Strider in game one. Um, and, uh, you know, because he was pitching very, very well. Um, I think they might need a little more. They might need to get at least two. Uh, I think they might need a little more, and that is a very tall task against a pitcher of, um, of Strider's caliber, and especially the way that, our batters uh, see him tomorrow. So see how that goes. Cross your fingers. Hope for the best. And um, yeah, hopefully we send this 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 mighty Braves team packing. Oh, there'd be nothing sweeter, nothing sweeter than to do it two years in a row at the bank. Um, let's send them home. Let's not mess around. I they don't want to go back to Atlanta. The Phillies. That is, we don't want them to go back to Atlanta. I don't want them to go back to Atlanta at all for an all-deciding Game 5. 
Max Freed. I think the blister wasn't a huge issue in game two. I think it was more about rust from not pitching in, uh, I think it was like 18 days or so. So maybe that got him into a, a little bit of a rhythm. Um, he's a he's an incredibly good pitcher. He's a, he's an ace. Max Freed is an ace as well. So you really don't want to give them life tomorrow, uh, let them come back and win this. We really just got to put... Philly's got to put their uh, boots on the Atlanta Braves' necks and um, and just not let up. Just really take a stranglehold early on in the game tomorrow and take advantage of your opportunities. Expect to see um, if we get some 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 of our speedy runners on first and se- first base, maybe second base. I, I I would like to see aggression like they uh, like they had in Game One. Um, don't take anything for granted. You gotta work, work, work your asses off tomorrow and bring it home so that um, can move on to the NLCS. And it's looking like um, maybe the Diamondbacks. I think the Diamondbacks. Uh, a little bit before this recording, they had four home runs, um, in the third inning. I think four solo shot home runs. Looking like they're gonna send the Dodgers pack in um, on a sweep potentially. So they're incredibly hot. Um, didn't really see that one coming. I mean, I guess it worked out that Miami ended up getting that uh, that top wild card seed for us, huh? Who would have thought? Um, but nonetheless, they're incredibly hot. Padres were hot last year, and um, you know, I don't Diamondbacks. Although I would not take them lightly, they don't really instill that fear in you, you know. But maybe a little. Zach Allen and uh, Merrill Kelly are. There, that's one of the best uh, one-two uh, pitching punches that I think any team in the league has. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, plenty of time to talk about that if and when that day comes. But right now, Philly's just got to lock in and, um, yeah, just got to uh, figure out a way to get to Strider and then um, also figure out a way, again, to hold this uh, this lineup at bay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I expect uh, Ranger maybe to get through four. Maybe he's pulled in the fifth inning this time. Um, open up the door for maybe like a Jeff Hoffman in the fifth. Uh, Sir Anthony six. Maybe like a Stram slash Soto Kirkering uh, combination in the seventh somewhere. Uh, some combination of those uh, five guys. And then um, and we got Alvarado and Kimbrell at the back if we can figure out a way to get get in the lead keep the Braves from going yard that's going to be key um saw how they won game two in that fashion game one games one and three no home runs um keep the Braves in the yard see what Bryce Harper's got tomorrow uh wouldn't put him past him like I said looking for that lead off uh Schwarber home run to to set the tone early and get that place rocking so that'll do it. Episode 31, Philly's Focus Pod. Phil's up 2-1 to one on the Atlanta Braves with Game 4 tomorrow night at the bank. I will talk to you all soon. And as always, go Phillies! Go, 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 go.